You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show safe space for all you foul mouth fantasy players out there as always it's your boys king josh josh the king big room fantasy fish what the fuck's going on guys how's it going oh it's here we're coming baby thursday it's gonna be a good game i'm actually really looking forward to that thursday game dude that rams one's gonna and, be good rams and bills dude fuck yeah getting our uh Week one rankings all set up for you guys. We're going to cover all that stuff later in the week. Um, I don't think it's going to be a very running back friendly game. I'm I'm expecting a lot of throwing. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I, I think, think it's going to uh, be a shootout. It's probably it's it's probably going to be a shootout. You're right. I mean, it has to be because, like, you know, like yeah, all, the first game if, of the season, De- everybody's Devin healthy. Singletary setting it off. And Daryl Henderson, the, the Devin Singletary, Daryl Henderson game. Just <laughs> 152 touchdowns each. Game decided by a field Delicious. goal. I mean, technically speaking, the Rams want to run it. Like, McVay wants to run the ball. He just... They throw more than any other team in football. Is that true? Last year, they had the highest... Uh, well, they target receivers more than any other team in football. Which means you, you get to throw the ball a lot for that to happen, most, right? That's that's their stat that they always do their play action shit. Yeah, they. Th- I mean, they throw it plenty. They, I guess, they do want to run the ball, but they can't, dude. I don't think they're going to be able to this year either. I mean, no, they always they, run all unless, right, unless Acres, unless Acres has drastically changed. He looked fucking just shitty in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, his leg exploded. So then, then don't come back. <laughs> I don't need to see shitty running in the playoffs. Thanks, but no thanks. I actually just hate it because I I have a I have like quite a few shares of Acres and random ass dynasty leagues, and I'm really bummed about that because I really don't want them. But what can you do? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we got some bold predictions of how we all. We did this last year, right at the beginning of the season, where I correctly predicted that the Rams were going to win the Super Bowl. And uh, then we did. We have to go back and see what we were right and wrong about. We should no, we that. didn't, but we should. You know what? Like, we let, should, let's we should document do it, for it this year for next year and go back and be like, let's see how many of these we got right. Then we do bold prediction next year. We could do a recap, or just at the end of this season, we could just be like, hey, how do we oh, do? Geez. Yeah, we'll see. Let's do it. All right. Although, I don't know, who knows? Last year we all got COVID herpes and just kind of fucked around too much. But this could this could be a better year. You never know. All right. Anyways, uh, right off the bat, let's just go into some bold predictions for the 2022 season. Rome, get us started. What do you got for us? All right. Let's get us started here. So we we jumped off. Not even fantasy to start with, but just regular NFL season, which of course is going to have fantasy relevance, but I chose my MVP as Patrick Mahomes. I think everybody thinks it's going to be a down year because he lost Tyreek Hill, but guess what? They still kept Bellamy. He's still coming back. 
Andy Reid is still there. Uh, do they still have the best tight end of the game, guys? No. So, yeah. I, I mean, so. he's no Taysom <laughs> Hill, but. <laughs> Listen, this offense is going to click, and Patrick Mahomes just has, until he proves me otherwise, I like the guy's the fucking best quarterback in the league. You know, I, yeah. I, I saw a thing that Patrick Mahomes said because Tyreek Hill was throwing shade and said, like, you know, without me there, Patrick Mahomes is just another guy. But then Mahomes said, this actually might be the best wide receiver room Kansas City has had. And I actually agree with that. Because, um, I mean, look at the last few years. All they had was Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. But now you bring in MVS, you draft Sky Moore, you got um, Juju. Juju. Yeah. Juju. So, I mean, like, I really I, think Juju I, I think, is the biggest improvement. I agree. I love Juju this year. I think Juju is actually going to be great, especially because once Sky Moore gets caught up, it really bothers me that he's number 24 and Isaiah Pacheco is like number 10 or 11 or some shit like that. Like, why? Why would you do that? Anyways, I feel like once Sky Moore, because that guy's fast as shit, he's just kind of like, you know, another Tyreek Hill. Once he gets up to speed and is like, because sometimes it takes the rookies a couple weeks to get up to speed. I think that Juju's just going to absolutely dominate, kind of like that year when was that like twenty eighteen or nineteen with Juju with AB and Juju yeah. was like a fucking fantasy stud. So. Yeah, when he was when he, when Juju is a when he's not Batman, when he's a Robin, he's very very good. We, he can't be the one guy, and he's not going to have to be that because I actually think I'm not a big Sky Moore guy. I really like the MVS signing because MVS is he's Tyreek Hill. In, with a bigger frame, he's just he's like he's six four. Be, yeah. yeah, he's six four. I get what, and he's the I get what you're saying. Get it, guy. I get what you're saying, but Skymore can catch the ball, and MVS can't. I mean, like he's got have we seen so many fucking drops. Ball though, I know. I know. Skymore Sky was he was good at Western Michigan or wherever the fuck he yeah, played. Yeah, I mean that's a valid point, but like we know that MVS has that problem. I mean, I, I think MVS will be the like start in that role, but I could see Sky Moore taking it midway through the season. I, I can dig it. Yeah. Uh, Fish, who's your uh, real life NFL MVP? Yeah, my real life NFL MVP. I like this team a lot. I don't think they're going to win it all. We'll get to that in a little bit. But improved offensive line, great running back, tons of targets, just targets all over the place. This year's NFL MVP will be Joe Burrow. I like it. It's hard, it's hard to argue, man. Improved O line, good defense. Jamar Chase and T Higgins are, you know, arguably the best one two duo in the NFL. I could see that. And they brought in, uh, who fucks her tight end? Hayden Hurst. He's pretty good. Yeah. That's going to be a sneaky one, man. I, dude, I actually, Hayden Hurst is a good tight end. People shit on him, but he's actually a pretty good player. It's because he came into the league at like 28 years old or whatever the hell he was. He's also been on bad offenses for a long time. I mean, I don't know. Those Falcons rosters weren't lighting up the scoreboards, you know. Well, there's always better tight ends ahead of him. Not that he's bad, but like, I don't know. I think he stands a good chance to do something solid. You know what? Hey, bookmark Hayden Hurst's name. He's like a waiver wire tight end you want to keep an eye on. Fuck, I've been drafting him. I've been drafting that fucking guy. All right, then my real-life NFL MVP, I picked Tom Brady just because 
I don't know. I, I We were just talking about a pre-show. I don't know how good or bad Tampa Bay is going to be this year, but I feel like given Aaron Rodgers' ayahuasca journey trip, Pat McAfee, Joe Rogan shit, I think the NFL PR is going to hate that stuff. And it's all a popularity contest. And, you know, Tom Brady took some time off this, this preseason, came back looking like a smooth Ken doll with a smooth genitalia. All beautifully and spray tanned. With, it looks like he got hair plugs too, but I just I I feel like they're gonna give him the MVP as kind of like a way to just go, hey man, you can retire now if you want. Like you're the MVP. Like I I think it's like it's gonna be more of like a lip service, kind of like when um when Kobe Bryant got his MVP towards the end of his career. It, you know, it's just kind of like, hey, this guy just just give him one. <laughs> so. Plus, you know, hey, Chris Godwin is probably health. You know, he he shed his knee brace today, which is pretty big. Um, their O line's a little banged up, but you know, Tom Brady's going to figure it out. He's a good, you know, he's the best quarterback ever. Exactly. All right, so we got our lot of lot of talented rookies came into the NFL this year. Um, uh, for the most part, uh, spoiler alert: like our MV, our NFL rookie of the years are probably also our fantasy rookie of the years. But fuck it. Rome, who is your real-life NFL Rookie of the Year? My real-life Rookie of the Year, it's actually going to be a little bit different than the, than I have for the uh, the Rookie Fantasy, but and it's going to be all fish. Fish is going to love this shit. Chris Olave, I think he is going to oh, settle yeah, into this offense wonderfully. Yeah, the Ohio be, State Show in it's, Louisiana. It's be the Ohio State Show, exactly. Listen, he's there's. They called him smooth in at at Ohio State. This kid is gonna be good. If he doesn't, he's gonna be a slot to outside guy. Whatever he wants to be in the offense, like with Thomas back, with Kamara back. Look, Landry. I just think the sky's the limit with Landry there. The sky's the limit for whatever Olave wants to do. Jameis Winston is kind of the perfect fit for Olave. He's not a big check down guy. Olave can get deep. I just I see I see stars right now for sure with Olave. Yeah, I love it. You're right. Then my rookie of the year, I don't love it so much because I'm a Saints fan. But Drake London, he's the only guy that's going to go in right now as a rookie and be highly involved. And mind you, like there might it, I'm looking at rookie of the year right now. In a fantasy perspective, I'm talking about offensive players. I understand this is the NFL award, but there may be some defensive rookie who gets the actual NFL award. I didn't even look at it. Drake London's going to be used the entire season. So Olave would have to be so much better when he starts getting used more and more. And there's no other rookie. I mean, maybe a running back here or there. Maybe Pierce could pull it off, but I think it's going to be a – a receiver out of this class that is used the whole time. Well, it's going to be weird, right? They, a lot of the stuff is they like to give it to quarterbacks, right? And there's no quarterback. That's, I thought about putting Kenny Pickett there, but like, will he he actually end up playing? Yeah. He's not the the starter. Now they even got, what's his face on number two on the depth chart right now. Mason Rudolph. Yeah. But didn't, didn't Jamar chase win it last year? Yeah. Receiver. Yeah. 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 No, but so it could happen. Dude, Drake London, man, he's a fucking animal. Like, I kind of wish he ended up on a team with a better quarterback, or at least a better quarterback situation. Because, like, Marcus Mariota's not awful. 
mean, Desmond yes, Ritter's. They a, got a bad line and stuff too. Yeah, it's and they're going to disaster. They're a bad team, but it's fine. Remember, you're going to watch them be good, dude. I yeah, I mean, at least <laughs> offensively with fucking uh, Kyle Pitts, who's technically a tight end, but he plays wide receiver. But uh, my NFL rookie of the year is Traylon Burks. I know he's had a lot of offseason. You know, he's got asthma. He's throwing up. Probably shit his pants. A lot of rookies shit their pants. But I mean, he was drafted to replace AJ Brown. He's a similar build and play style to AJ Brown, more or less. Um, and he's, I just feel that, like, I mean, last year we were talking about how Jamar Chase can't catch a football and he had a tough time, you know. I was just going to mention that. What happened yeah. last year with the guy that was, everybody was shitting on? And, and, and I think that, and plus, like, the last game of the preseason, I mean, it wasn't a huge stat line, but Traylon Burks, he caught all three of his targets. He had three catches for, I don't know, I think it was like 20 yards, but he did have a touchdown. And I just think, especially because with, with a healthy Derrick Henry juggernaut, you know, they're going to stack the box against him, So, which hopefully means that Traylon Burks is going to get a lot of one-on-one coverage. He's a six foot four, 220-pound wide receiver that ran like a 4-4. I mean... And Ryan Tannehill's a good quarterback. I just, I mean, he might not light up the scoreboards right off the bat, but I don't know. I love Traylon Burks this year. I'm not fading him just based on the offseason camp bullshit. Because, I mean, plus, dude, you hear all this t- all the time. They always talk about, oh, we love this guy for fucking camp. And then he gets cut from the team. You know, so it's like, I, I think they were just giving him a hard time purely because the expectation that's there for him, saying that he's supposed to replace you know, AJ Brown and, you know, plus like I said, I mean, dude, they flipped him. So the, the, the franchise has a lot of faith in him. I have a lot of faith in him. Yeah. I love it. All right. So now the one that I was correctly on this year and actually had a hard time picking mine this year, your super bowl champion this year, Rome, what do you got? All right. Super bowl champions. Listen, I, as barring, any major injury with this elbow for Stafford, the Rams only got better. I actually think they're going to get Odell Beckham back. And I think that the Rams are going to make it for the NFC. And I think they're going to go up against my MVP, Patrick Mahomes. And I think it's going to be one hell of a fucking shootout in the Super Bowl. It's going to be great. And who wins? And I got the Rams going over. (laughs) So back to back champions. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can see it. I, I like it. All right, Fish, who do you like this year? Yeah, this one's going to be a, a surprise here. I got, I got the Bills going to the Super Bowl. I think everybody's got the Bills going to the Super Bowl for the most part. But I have been lo- losing here in a stunner to the Minnesota Vikings. I really oh, think this is the best spicy. chance, the best chance the Vikings have to win the division, right? You know, Green Bay is kind of coming out. The Lions and the Bears, we know they ain't going to be anything. They could easily beat the Vikings or beat the Packers in their division. And then the rest of the league, like you get the NFC East, like what's the best team? The Cowboys, not worried about them. Get the NFC South, the Buccaneers. Tom Brady is going to be at the end of the season if they win the division. Something could happen before that. The Saints, maybe the Panthers. I mean, that's kind of teams that they could easily beat. And then the the division that will be tough is the NFC West. And I think what can happen is – the Vikings can keep up offensively in a playoff game and eke out a win and then surprise them and do the same thing against the Bills. The Bills will score a lot 
that the Vikings will be able to keep up. You might be the only person outside the state of, of Minnesota that's picked the Vikings to be the Super Bowl champion, but I like it. But why why not? Spicy. I mean, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins always been good enough. Like, if he could string together the perfect little thing of games, his thing's been consistency. If he can do it for four weeks, they can win the Super Bowl. Come on, Irv Smith. We need that hand. <laughs> um, so I actually picked the Bills to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Although what's funny is I I was kind of like looking at the, you know, like the grand scheme of the schedule and I picked the Rams last year and I easily could see the Rams. I think the Rams and the Eagles go to the NFC championship. I could see it going either way, but I think the Eagles did just enough to get them over that hump. Jalen hurts kind of sucks in real life, but I think the addition of AJ Brown to get like a true alpha wide receiver and Devonta Smith is a stud, is an absolute stud. And now you have two legit wide receivers. Dallas Goddard is one of the better tight ends in the league. Kenneth Gainwell and Miles Sanders are both decent pass catchers. So I like that offense. They drafted two uh, that fucking that linebacker and Jordan Davis. So they beefed up that defense. I think, I I think they have yeah. enough to win the NFC. I like it. You know what's weird about the Eagles when you talk about all those players? I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. But then I watch the Eagles and I'm like, man, they fucking suck. Yeah, because Jalen Hurts sucks. I think that the Eagles going to the Super Bowl is a more spicy take than the Vikings winning the Super Bowl. Realistically, I, uh, I agree with that, Fish. Realistically, Jalen Hurts shouldn't be a starting quarterback in the NFL, but here we are. This is the world we live in. Well, and I, I have them. T- Go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, go ahead. Make your point. Well, it's just, it's it's more than just the quarterback play. Like, I get it. Hurts, you're spot on, Josh. Hurts is not an NFL quarterback. He seems, he's a good fantasy quarterback because he runs around, he produces. <clears throat> but here's the problem with the Eagles, and it, and it always has been. The way they run the ball, I will never for the life of me understand it. Miles Sanders is a good goddamn running back. And they mm-hmm. don't let this man touch the ball. I yeah, I will never understand. Their offensive line is great. Their wide receivers have gotten better. And it's just there's something wrong, fundamentally wrong with the coaching. <laughs> I think that's that's the only explanation I have for it. But that's that's the point I wanted to get across. It's just there's something yeah. broken with them. But you know what? I like the take. Uh, it's a spicy take. I'm all for it. Although, who knows? Fuck it. The Rams will probably go to the Super Bowl again. But I, I picked the Bills. to. They're going to play the Bills, and the Bills win the Super Bowl. But secretly, I really wanted it to be the Chargers. But since I'm a Charger fan, I didn't want to make it sound like I'm a homer. But God damn it, I feel like this is our year, baby. Come on, Chargers. Come on. I thought about picking them, but I didn't want to boost your ego too much. <laughs> I mean, dude, they, I don't know. Their defense got better with adding JC Jackson. Be fucking good, dude. Khalil <laughs> Mack. Fucking, they paid Derwin James. They paid Joey Bosa. They drafted offensive line. You got Justin Herbert, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. God damn it. Come on, baby. I changed my answer. Bolt up, baby. They're still, they're still <laughs> a running back short, man. You're one running back short. I just, Fuck I you. agree with you, Josh. They're so good, man. But like, Look at that fucking division. That division is going to be fucking nasty for everybody involved. 
it's just gonna it, they're gonna beat each other up, man. I just wonder if like I love Brandon Staley as the coach, but I wonder if he's like the issue. Like if they had like a like a Sean Payton or like you know like a better like a better proven head coach. Like, could that be like what gets them over? And I'm and I actually I like Brandon Staley. Like, I think he's great, but I don't know, dude. I think Sean Payton in his prime would be able to do some amazing shit there. I also think that Sean Payton is like a victim of himself. Like, they need a young like Sean McVay type coach, like new, innovative, the new hotness. Yeah, like Sean Payton. They, Sean Payton. They kind of start figure him out towards the end there. All right, bolt up, baby. Chargers win the Super Bowl. All right. Then who is your surprise team this year? Who, what, what's going to happen? What do you think, Rome? All right, look, I'm going to go ahead and do both of these right now because I think they're they're linked. They're one and the same. My surprise team, it's it's good or bad, and I'm going to say it's for the bad. And I've got the Buffalo Bills not being what everybody expects them to be. I just don't like. There's so much hype. On, on Allen, there's so much hype on this receiving core. Gabe Davis, for Christ's sake, I've heard just about enough of him. I just don't feel like they're going to produce the way people think they're going to produce. I mean, my, my bold prediction for the actual – for the I don't think they win the AFC East. I think, that, I think that I'm going to give it to Miami. I wouldn't even be surprised Ooh. if New England gets it done. I just think that that division is is kind of getting shit on a little bit, and I because th- I think they're really really fucking good. I just think the Dolphins have the firepower, and I know everybody's saying, "Hey, Tua, Tua, this, Tua, that." Hey, Tua was he's a good quarterback. He's just got to stay healthy. I know he doesn't have the cannon arm that everybody's used to, and they're you know we we shit all over him. I know it on this show. We've done it. We're guilty. But listen. According to Tyreek Hill, he's got the most accurate ball in the NFL. Yeah. So he's going yeah, he to get the job done. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> all I'm saying, though, is I think the Bills, they're just not going to be what everybody expects them to be, and they're not going to win the AFC East. Fair enough. All right, Fish, who's your surprise team this year? All right, my surprise team is your Super Bowl pick there. Rome, the Rams. But the thing is, they're a surprise because they're not going to be good. This Matt Stafford situation is going to linger, and he's going to be—he'll play the whole season probably. He probably won't miss time, but it's going to affect his arm. He's not going to have as much strength on the ball. This is a similar injury to the beginning of the decline of Ben Roethlisberger. He'll still be able to get it done, but it won't be as much firepower as you're used to. And they're and they, I, I don't think the running game is that great, you know. So I, I think they're really going to struggle. Like they're if Stafford arms goes out, then they're going to be the Jared Goff Rams, where they're going to have an amazing defense, but a quarterback that just can't get it done. But yeah, like they milked him for all his worth last year. It's, it's you know that's why. Like, like I'm, I'm glad the Rams won the it last for year. A long time. Got a lot of miles on that arm. He deserved it, and and he's one of my favorite players. Um. I always thought he was good in Detroit and just in the terrible situation came back and proved that in LA, but I just don't, I don't think it's going to repeat itself. Yeah. Then my, my surprise team, speaking of Detroit, I think the Detroit lions, I'm not saying they're playoff bound or anything crazy like that, but I just think everyone's shitting on them 
you know, because they've been like the the them and like the Cleveland Browns have been kind of like the laughing stock of the NFL for quite some time. I mean, this could be hard knocks hype, but I I, I think there's some truth to it though, just because their defense is getting better. That offensive line is no joke now. You know, with Panay Sewell, they're getting um, Decker back. He's healthy, so they got you know they have a great O line. DeAndre Swift's an absolute stud. They got a dope. Look, coach. At, look at the receivers. Their coach yeah, came you know, under Sean Payton for a long time. Like he's got knowledge there too. I like Dan Campbell. I think Dan Campbell. He's one of my favorites. The fact that he like every time he gives a speech. Well, like the thing I like about Dan Campbell too is every time he speaks, like especially on, on Hard Knocks when he addresses the team, he always seems like he's on the brink of crying. Yeah. Like there's just so much passion in that man and so much love. And like if you have a coach that passionate, you know, we all we all played football. If your coach is that passionate, dude, you'll go to war for that man. Like you'll die for that man. Yeah. And yeah, you, know, you bring in bring in DJ Chark, you draft Jamison Williams, who eventually will get healthy. Who if Jamison Williams did not get hurt, he could have been I mean, he was still like drafted what, twelfth overall or whatever it was. Something I like mean, that. God someone pro- probably would have if he didn't if he never got hurt, someone probably would have traded up for him and he would have been a top five pick. You know, I mean yeah. he he has otherworldly talent. It's just unfortunately he got hurt. But then you got, like I said, you got DJ Chark, you got Amon Ross St. Brown, you got TJ Hawkinson, you got a good O line. Your defense is getting better. Like that Jeff Akuda, he got hurt last year, but he should be healthy this year. So I, I really like that team. And and I, I think, like I said, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're, they're probably not going to make the playoffs, but, you know, they could win six, seven, eight games. Like I think they'll they'll surprise everybody because mm-hmm. they're not going to be like the worst team in the NFL anymore. Yeah, I was going to say seven. Yeah, I agree with that. I like it. Yeah, but yeah, maybe like this is the shift now where they're they're not they're no longer a joke. Like they're like a they're quarterback team, away yeah. or like a couple pieces away from being in the mix for the next few years. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Plus, dude, Aiden Hutchinson, like that yeah. kid's for real. He should have been the number one overall pick. I don't know what the hell fucking Jacksonville was doing. They were, Not that, they were being Jackson. They were being the doormat Jacksonville Jaguars as we've all yeah. grown accustomed Not, to as well. Not that what's his name? Trayvon Walker. Is that who went one? Correct. Yeah. Not that he's bad, but Aiden Hutchinson's better. He, he's a, you know, he was in a class of his own in terms of defensive line. Look, Trayvon Walker was a top 10 pick that they took number one overall. So they should have traded back. If that's who they wanted, if that was their guy, absolutely, because they're paying prime dollar for somebody who's definitely not as good as Aiden Hutchinson. Plus, like, like I mean, I'm sure you've seen the videos of Detroit. Like, dude, they were dancing in their war room when they saw that Trayvon Walker went one overall. Oh. They're, they're like, dude, it. Hutchinson just fell to us? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Crazy, man. Kind, kind of like when uh, the Raiders took Jamarcus Russell and they were able to get Calvin Johnson. <laughs> for those of oh, you that forgot <laughs> all right moving on now to the more important stuff the fantasy football stuff that's what we're really here for but we had to give our take on the real life sport are your fantasy football mvp this year rome who do you like this year well listen i'm not straying far from my original for my actual football mvp and i'm going patty mahomes it's a lot of the same reasons we had said before like look this guy has got more weapons than he's ever had. Same offense, ain't nothing changing. 
and Mahomes is just going to be fucking Mahomes and it's going to be uh it's going to be stat popping for sure. Yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with Mahomes. Well, as long as that receiver core does what we think they will, it'll be just fine. My fantasy MVP is going to go to running back. I feel like running back's the most valuable position, so I wanted to go away from the quarterbacks here. Alvin Kamara. He's, I'm a homer here. I get it. He's being drafted at the tail end of the first or in the second round. I don't think he's really ever finished outside the top eight. He could, if he stays healthy and if Winston stays healthy, I'm not saying Winston's going to check it down to him a lot, but they'll they'll have plays for him. He'll get used a lot. He's one of the most used running backs in football. He's probably got one or two more solid years in him, and I really think he could be top three running back. Well, I mean, if there wasn't a suspicion or suspicion suspension looming over him, you know, you're talking the top five draft pick. Yeah, and if you if you believe he'll get suspended this year, I kind of don't. I think if he would have got suspended, it would have already happened. His court case ain't going to happen anytime soon, so it's like that has to happen first. Yeah. Mine, it's kind of Homer esque, but I think there's, I think it's going to be true. Is Justin Herbert? He's going to be the fantasy MVP. I mean, with that stacked AFC West, he's going to have to throw the ball to keep them in contention. So, you know, for fucking six games, so you know, sixteen games in your fantasy season, six of those are going to be shootouts guaranteed when he plays the AFC West teams, and you know, plus like back-to-back years thrown for through for over 5,000 last year through for 4,000 and change his rookie year, almost 40 touchdowns last year. I, I think Justin Herbert's going to throw for another 5,000 yards. He's going to throw for 42 touchdowns, you know, and, and he'll probably run for another, I don't know, three or four. So, I mean, the fact that he's going to have almost 50 touchdowns and throw for 5,000 yards, I think he's going to be the fantasy MVP, especially because, he is not getting drafted as the number one quarterback in fantasy. You know, I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, Josh Allen's um, Patrick Mahomes getting drafted ahead of him. He's usually been the quarterback three through five taken off the board. I think Justin Herbert's going to be the quarterback one in fantasy this year. Thus your fantasy MVP. So now we got rookies, a lot of fantasy relevant rookies coming into the NFL this year. Rome, who do you like? All right. So again, this kind of touches on what we touched on earlier with rookie of the year. I just, I decided to go a little different. I see you guys both went the same, but I want to touch on a guy who I think is going to be superb for fantasy purposes. John Dotson out of the Washington Redskins. Cause I refuse to call them the commanders that will never die. John Dotson is going to step in and be a wide receiver too behind Terry McLaurin. And there's nobody that's going to threaten him for this spot. He's going to produce, he's going to get numbers, and he's going to rack up catches all year long. I think for all rookies, I think he's going to be a a fucking steal, especially in a PPR format. Yeah, I like Dotson a lot. I'm sad I don't have very many shares of him. Yeah, I got one. Pans out. My rookie (laughs) of the year for fantasy, it's the same as I might rookie of the year for regular NFL, Drake or London. It's just a usage usage thing. He'll, he'll probably start week one. He'll probably be the number one, number two target, depending upon the game right off the bang for fantasy. A lot of rookies, you got to wait three, four weeks. I, I don't got three or four weeks to wait. Those points count. So that's why I picked him. 
Yeah, makes sense. And then I, I pick Traylon Burks. Just rewind the episode like 15 minutes and you'll hear why I like Burks this year. Uh, yeah, same thing. Moving on, draft steals of the year. So guys with absolute insane prices that you're it's highway robbery with where you're getting them. Who do you like this year, Rome? All right, I think there's there's two guys, and I'm going to start with the one that makes me a broken record, and I'm sure Ross is just cringing right now, but I'm going to say it until the He's fucking taking his day that I off. die. <laughs> Listen, Zeke is the man, and if you can get this man in the third fucking round like he's fallen to, why the hell wouldn't you do it? He is a starting running back. I, you know, I got a text from Director Ross because he loves to just absolutely fuck with me. And he texted me, hey, I have the 10th pick in the third round, and I have a chance to take Zeke. I'm not going to do it. And I was like, dude, you fucking, like, that's insane to me. He took McLaurin, I think, or whoever it was. I just, I love Zeke in the third round. I think you're getting a steal. And I don't know why, I don't know why people aren't jumping all over this. My second one, because I have one more guy, and it, it just touches on where he was where he had been drafted because most people do their drafts what early August to mid August to late August. I think Damon Pierce out of Houston, a lot of people got him at a huge bargain. The, now the last couple of weeks, obviously he's going in what the fourth round or something like that. I think most people got him way later. Because he was just going to be the backup, you know. There was hype around it, but not a lot. And I think you got a nice steal if you drafted him in early August or mid August. I, I if you did draft him, I hope you got him back then than now. Because now he's getting right. drafted in like the fucking like fourth round. Correct. Now it's not a steal, but before, absolutely right. It really depends Correct. when you got him. Correct. And it might not be bad value even now in the fourth. We'll see. Um, my draft steals, there's two of them, and they're in the exact same situation, right? They're both wide receivers. I think that it's harder to find a running back in the ref. And, like, they're out there. Pierce may be that guy. Um, but there's always receivers out there that are getting drafted way later than they need to be. And both these guys fit this role. The first guy here has an ADP around the 80s, 90s, 34th wide receiver off the board. The other one's the 37th wide receiver off the board. And this is Devontae Smith and Hunter Renfro, my boyfriend. Yeah. I did it because he's my boyfriend, but I also did it because this is a guy who finished in the top 12 last year. I don't know where Devontae Smith finished, but I understand that they have Devontae Adams and A.J. Brown to compete. But these are high-level players. It goes back to the juju thing we talked about earlier. They're almost better off with a strong number one opposite them. I think both of them could be within the top 15 receivers at the end of the yeah. season. I can see it. Absolutely. So my draft steals this year are both rookies, and, and I had a tough time picking them just because, you know, I was trying to look for veterans, but I decided to just go the rookie route. And I'm going to sound like a broken record with the first one because I've been talking about him all fucking offseason. But Tyler Algier, he's eventually going to be the starting running back for the Falcons. I mean, it'll happen later than sooner because there's been a lot of offseason hype about. Actually, I just wrote a report today that Damian Williams is going to be featured as the starter. They're probably going to move Patterson more to the receiving role. 
but they're, you know, they drafted Algier. They want a running back. He's a big bodied, strong guy. Who's relatively fast. I think later in the year, they're going to be using him an awful lot and you're getting him in like the, you know, 11th, 12th round in a lot of your drafts. So yeah, he, he was a name that I was really big on. And then another one I liked Alec Pierce for the Indianapolis Colts. I think he's going into a good situation because he's already been declared a starter. I mean, technically Paris Campbell is the number two wide receiver, but Alec Pierce can't play. I'm sorry. Paris Campbell can't play more than like four games in a season. So, I mean, I think, I think Alec Pierce is going to really solidify himself as a, a focal point of that offense. Um, Matt Ryan in the past has been able to sustain, you know, two fantasy relevant wide receivers with, you know, in the old days he had, uh, you know, Julio Jones and Roddy white or Julio Jones and Tony Gonzalez, you know, who, whatever have you. So, you know, Michael to have like, a, you know, cause Michael Pittman's an absolute stud, but now you have a good complimentary piece in Alec Pierce and you were getting him. I saw drafts where he was getting drafted in like the second to last round or not drafted like at all. So he, he's definitely a good, draft steal i feel this year um so with steals there's also bust where guys are getting drafted and we think it's just not going to pan out or may not pan out rum who do you dislike this year all right my draft busts are josh allen uh, josh allen in numerous drafts that i've been a part of this year has gone in the first fucking round i've seen it happen at least at least three drafts and i i don't First of all, that's idiotic. Just don't do that. That's just bad. That's bad fantasy football lane already. Don't do if it. It's, if this, it's not super flex, don't do if that. If it's not super flex, you are fucking insane, and you have no idea what you're doing. Number two, uh, he's going in the second round, early third round on average. You're just not going to get, in my opinion, you're not going to get the return in investment this season for, uh, you know, for all the reasons I listed before with my, with my feelings about the bills, not being what they, what everybody thinks they're going to be. I just don't like it. I don't like when people are drafting him. Look, actually, let me take that back. I like it. Keep drafting him then. Cause it opens up players for me, but just, I, I would never do it. It just makes no sense to me. And then the other draft bust I have is cam Akers. I, I don't like, I don't like him in the focal point running the ball this year. He makes me nervous. I don't like them running. They're going to win through the air. They're going to win with Stafford. They're going to win with fucking Robinson and cup and Higby or whoever the hell they have at tight end really doesn't matter. It's not going to be cam acres that gets the job done. And he's going probably in the fourth round, third or fourth round on average. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. I agree with both those. I, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of taking quarterbacks early. You guys know that you've played with me for years. I'll take quarterbacks early. Josh Allen in the second's too soon. I've done it before where I take a quarterback in the second round, never pans out. I'm fine with taking one in like the fourth round. You know, I, I, I'm fine with taking one early, but it's not it. Cam Akers, I'm just not sold on him as a guy. I don't think he's yeah. it. My bust, Travis Kelsey. It's, it goes back to the same thing with Josh Allen. Is he going to, I don't even think he's going to finish just a tight end one. I think he'll be a tight end three. I think it'll be Mark Andrews as tight end one, and somebody else will sneak past Kelsey, whether it be a Kyle Pitts, a George Kittle, a Waller, or a Schultz. Like Kelsey really has the opportunity to finish as a tight end six, which you're drafting 
in the ninth round. Not maybe not the ninth, depends upon your league, but like I think the tight end six in our home league was around the ninth round. I mean, sure he's probably the best one in theory, but you know, he's thirty three years old, thirty two or thirty three, like the offense is gonna be different. We don't know who's gonna flow through. We'll see. I mean, I I'm just not sold on wasting a first round pick on him. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, my fantasy bust this year is Brees Hall. Now, before everyone throws pitchforks and demands my death, I will say this. I think Brees Hall's talented. He's a great player. But the fact that he was going in like the third or fourth round in drafts, I actually saw him go, into a second, go in the second round in a couple drafts. That shit's insane to me. He's an unproven rookie on a team that has two other, I mean, bad running backs with Ty Johnson and Michael Carter. But, you know, two other running backs on a bad offense. Like, like, don't kid yourself. The Jets aren't a good team. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, if he went to Denver, I mean, they have Javante. You know what I mean? Like, if they went to, like, a good team, like, fuck yeah, dude. Brees Hall's going to feast. He might get featured a lot. He might be the most. Like, let's say Brees Hall is the most athletically talented running back in the entire NFL. With a bad team. Who gives a shit? He's going to rush for two, three yards a carry. He'll have like four touchdowns. You know, like I mean, unless you're in like a PPR, half PPR league where he's he gets a lot of balls out of the backfield or, you know, wheel routes and shit like that. I just I don't. I didn't. I actually have I have Brees Hall in one league. But it was a startup and I it was like the 10th or 11th round. But like, I just don't see a world where, you know, because Brees Hall was getting drafted ahead of like, I don't know, who was in third round? Zeke. Yeah, like fucking Zeke. He's getting drafted ahead of fucking dude. Fuck goddamn! Like even eight five rounds later, you get Chase Edmonds, who might have a similar or better output than Brees Hall. I just I feel the price you pay for Brees Hall, but the expectation is going to be you know you're, you 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 got him way up here, but he's going to produce somewhere. He's going to end the year as like running back like twenty nine. There's some pretty good defenses in that division too. The Bills, the Dolphins, yeah. Patriots are Bills. mediocre defense. That's that's six games, man. Yeah. Those are hard games you know, for running back. And and plus like like the Jets, their defense is okay. They might be better this year because they got a couple decent players in the draft, but I mean they're probably gonna be playing from behind a lot in games, and that means throwing the ball to Garrett Wilson to, you know, fucking um Elijah Moore, Moore. you know, they're not going to be running the ball with Brees Hall. So I just, I think the price you pay for that is it's stupid. It's just stupid. Like I, I like him. I I, I do, but just, you know, when he's going to the second, third round, the fuck out of here with that. Like, I'm not interested in that, you know, maybe in a couple of years, but I don't think Zach Wilson's the answer for the quarterback position in New York either. So yeah, God, I just, okay. So now, you know, a lot of red flags. I, I'm sure we might get some hate on that on, on my thing right there. I just I don't know. I just don't like Breeze all that much this year. All right, now a personal question for you guys: How many leagues are you in? Uh, I am in seven. Seven leagues. Those are rookie numbers, bro. You got to up those numbers. Yeah, <laughs> nah. they are. I agree. I am also in seven leagues. Four of them are dynasty, and three of them are redraft. I thought about doing more. There's two things like I, it's a lot of money, and I 
as you can see here, if you're watching the sheet here, guys, I'm about 25 best ball leagues. Um, yeah. I've been spending money on best ball. I'm trying to play it, trying to get into it. I don't know how I like it yet, but I'm, I'm giving it a chance this year. Um, I like redraft and dynasty more, I think, already. But I've, I'm giving it a shot. That's where I'm putting my money into. Um, more than seven's a lot, though. It's a lot of work. You got to keep track of all those players, all those waivers. But I'm down. I'll I'll do more next year probably. It, it is like, I mean, I I just I combined all the leagues I'm in together, and that does include a couple best ball leagues. Um, I'm in around twenty. I don't even. It, it's sad when guys are like they they email me offers on sleeper and I have to ask them what league is this because I have to I'm like it's nothing personal dude but I just don't know what league this is and and I will say this it is hard because you know we we play in so many leagues that I also get my own rosters confused I'm like oh I'm glad I have that guy and then I look I'm like oh wrong team all right <laughs> and and I, I lose track of things but I mean full disclosure I only care about like three of those leagues I just play for the sake of playing. A lot of them are also like with fellow using this term loosely industry people. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm in around 20 leagues, but like, I don't know, a couple of them I just don't give a shit about like Rome, you and I are in the uh, guillotine league and I hope I get kicked early. Cause I don't even know what I'm doing in that league. So I'm gonna win every, all seven leagues that I'm in, I'm winning them. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why you do less. Cause it makes it easier to manage. Yeah, I mean, I just th- this this whole off season, you know, especially because we've been pretty active on Twitter and shit. Got I got I I need to start telling people no, like no, I can't. Sorry, yeah, man. it's like, hard. I'm in I, enough. I, I've had especially because uh, I was like, nah. Do do as many as you can manage, though. I mean, if you're a content creator and this what you're doing full time, cool. Do like fucking forty leagues. Yeah. If you got a regular nine to five, like I I don't know, I work every day. I mean, like seven to ten is like nice, fair amount. I get a lot of exposure, and then some yeah, best balls I mean, where you don't have to think about it. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll we'll end the show with our friends of the show league. It's our second year doing it, but we'll kind of cover that at the end of this episode because we're actually going a lot longer than I thought we were. So, okay, next question: Who is your most rostered player, Rome? Uh, my, I've got two most rostered. I got Zeke in a whole shitload of leagues because the value was there. And I, I've been really big on Michael Thomas. I think he's going to come back from the dead with a fucking. Oh, vengeance. hell yeah. <laughs> Came in pants. Love that. Vish, who do you got a lot of shares of? Yeah, I got a lot of shares of. Terry McLaurin is like my top tier receiver. That's that's good value. My other two guys, I'm drafting at the end of drafts. And I think it's fucking ridiculous that I'm taking them there. DJ Chart. Who's, I'm sorry, hate to break it to you guys, way better than Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, and, I'm not arguing that. And Josh Palmer for the Chargers, who's not better than Mike Williams or Keenan Allen, but both those guys get hurt. And that's just free, good wide receiver on a good offense. Yeah, I like that. Uh, me, personally, I got a lot of Tony Pollard just because I mean, he was available like in some of the middle rounds, and I think that he's just going to have a flex appeal this year. I think I, I think Zeke's still the guy, but I think Pollard is 100% going to be involved. 
Pollard Pollard's going to be so good at watching Zeke run from the bench. <laughs> and then um, I got a lot of Nick Chubb. I wasn't even actively going for Nick Chubb. It's just in a lot of drafts I was in, he'd end up in like the second. He just kind of falls, dude. Yeah, he just kind of fell. Good and value. I was like, fuck it. He's one of the best pure runners in the league. Deshaun Watson's going to miss the first basically the entire season. So, I mean, it's, the offense is probably going to go through Chubb for a good portion of the year. So I got a lot of him. Um, I got a lot of J.K. Dobbins because he he kind of fell to like the fifth, sixth, seventh rounds. And at that point in time, he's kind of that running back dead zone. And it's like, hey, like two years ago, this guy was a fucking stud. And maybe he's healthy. So let's uh, fuck it. It's, wor- it's worth a shot. And plus, by like the fifth, sixth, seventh round, I already have like two running backs anyway. So, you know, fuck it. And then uh, – I also ended up with a lot of Alvin Kamara as well because I was taking advantage of that dip in the ADP. So, so that was a uh, that was really I noticed, nice for me. I noticed that you took three running backs in Chubbs, Dobbins, Kamara. That all are top running backs in the league. That all are just kind of falling for one reason or another. Yep. Whether it's Deshaun Watson not playing, or Dobbins coming back from his injury, or Kamara's just the unfamiliarity or the. I don't want to say unfamiliarity, but like the unknown about the offense. Like these are all people that are dropping that have upside to be top five running backs. And the craziest part, none of those guys were first round draft picks. All of them came in like the second or third round. Exactly what I mean. <laughs> you know, all just top, top to tier running backs dropping down. All right. Uh, who is a player you do not get the hype on? Rome. <laughs> all right. And fuck you with say- that. I've been saying this for a while, dude. I just, I don't understand the hype behind Tyler Al, uh, Algier. I, I get it, man. I know you've been saying it on this show for weeks. I, I just don't think it's a thing, man. I really don't. Like, I'm looking at where he's at on the depth chart. I'm, he's behind Cordell Patterson. I get it. He's a glorified wide receiver. Damian Williams is good, man. I, I, I know people are kind of like, oh, he's old. It's a... He's still going to be the running back. Algier is only going to play if Williams and Patterson get hurt. And that's the only way I think. Yeah, they drafted him. Yeah, they did all that other whatever. It was a he was a late pick. I yeah. just don't he see He could establish a role. Height. He could establish a role, but it, it's a long shot. Um yeah, I there's get two it. guys I hear there's two guys here I don't get the hype on. The first guy's Cam Akers. We talked about him already. I don't think the the Rams are going to trust to run the offense through Cam Akers. I I like Daryl Henderson more in the offense. I honestly do. Mm-hmm. Um, the second guy here is a little more interesting of a pick here, but Saquon Barkley. You know, people are taking Barkley ahead of Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara's had much better years recently than Barkley. Barkley is like that, that guy that he had one great fantasy year and we're all just chasing it. And it just hasn't happened since. Like, I, I think the, the train has left the station on Barkley – and, you know, people are still trying to buy a ticket. Plus, that offense is bad. They're a bad team. <laughs> that, that just adds to it. Yeah, a player that I'm not completely sold on. And, you know, you don't like my guy. I don't like your guy, Rome. I don't really like Damian Pierce this year. <laughs> like, when he was a value draft pick, I liked it. But, like, Houston sucks. They're not a good team. And I feel that Damian Pierce is in the same boat of what he – He's a couple rounds later cheaper than Brees Hall. Like he's not as talented as Brees Hall. He was a late. He was a, he was like a second or third day draft pick in real life. And but he runs so good like, against backups, man. Yeah. So it's like 
you know, so yeah, Damian Pierce, you know, he might be a talented guy, but dude, Houston sucks. So you're, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, you know, people are cl- like fucking, I, I've seen on Twitter, people are like, I just traded a first round draft pick for Damian Pierce. I'm like, nah, like just all these trades happening for, for Damian Pierce and people, you know, like I'm in a draft right now and, you know, some guy took him in like the fourth round and it's like, bro, like he's going to be bad, but that's fine. Now I would like to state for the record, Damian Pierce is not, he's not a, my guy. He was a steal that I put, because if you got him in the early to mid August, that's a hell of a fucking steal because you're getting starting production. Who knows about the production, but you're getting a starter late. It's when you drafted him. That makes it a steal again with he's in this very similar boat of being drafted as as a uh, Al- Algier, but I, I just I don't know, man. I don't like. Yeah, but but Algier's Algier's ADP has never risen. It's stayed the same the entire time. True. It, it's it's like the fact that, like I said, people were like killing themselves to get Damian Pierce. It's like Houston's not a good team. So Dude, he's like the Rashad Mondre Stevenson, JJ Taylor of last year. Like they oh, they're fucking look at them in the preseason. It just mm. doesn't correlate always. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, we already kind of covered the bold predictions for the season. Well, we got Rome's. Mine we didn't cover. All right, let's yeah, do you guys, Just a re- recap of mine is the Bills aren't winning the AFC East. Move on. There yeah. you go. Fish, what do you got? Yeah, my, mine, I, I think the Raiders win the AFC West. I, I really think that this is going to be a beneficiary of the Raiders will sneak out of winning against like the Chargers. Or the Chiefs, maybe two of those teams once. And the other guys are just combating and the Raiders just end up there somehow. I don't think they're necessarily a better team, but like they're pretty good. They got a decent quarterback, but they could sneak it. I think it's just gonna be that they sneak it, they sneakily get there, and everybody's like, How the fuck did this happen? But I, I, yeah. I could see him win. It's bold for a reason. Yeah. My bold prediction is going to be that the Arizona Cardinals are a complete fucking disaster, dumpster fire of a mess. I think overpaying Kyler Murray was a mistake. You know, DeAndre Hopkins getting suspended doesn't help. I was looking at their schedule. High, low. I have them going either somewhere between 5 and 12 and 8 and 9. I think they're going to be a below 500 team or around a 500 team. I, I don't think they make the playoffs. They're just, I don't know. I just, I, I just get this feeling. This is my favorite mold prediction from all of ours because it, it, like, why is nobody concerned about the Cardinals right now? Like, there's it, like, there's so much bullshit going on, but nobody, everybody seems to be like, oh, they'll, they'll figure it out, but they could barely figure it out when everybody was healthy. Then, like, you know, the fact they had to put a fucking watch film clause in Kyler's contract. Then there's actually been studies. And, and, and they fall and, off at the end of the year every year. Well, he like, falls off at the end of October every year when the new Call of Duty comes out because he plays too much fucking video games. He's active on, I think he twitches or some or streams some shit. Like, so this guy, like, so, so your franchise quarterback who you just gave $400 million to doesn't really care? I'm okay. No, I, okay. Maybe that's too. Who he'd rather play video games and fuck around than actually like study film. Like, Plus, like we've talked about this before, the Cardinals, when they have their scripted plays, so like the beginning of games, they're unstoppable. But then when they have to like improvise or kind of go off script, they suck. 
And, you know, like I said, losing DeAndre Hopkins doesn't help. Sure, you brought in Hollywood Brown, but I think there's going to be a vast difference on an offense that loses DeAndre Hopkins versus gains Hollywood Brown. Yeah, Yeah, I think think that unscripted terribleness that you're talking about is what benefits him as a fantasy value quarterback. But makes yeah, him not did. good in real life. I mean that one, that beautiful uh, hail mary that he threw to DeAndre Hopkins a couple of years ago, like that was pure schoolyard ball. He ran around for like five seconds, was saw DeAndre Hopkins in the end zone, which to be honest is a bad pass because he was in triple coverage. But he just hucked it down there, and luckily DeAndre Hopkins could jump through the fucking yeah. ceiling and he caught it. That was good old C White throwing it up to me and Rum to see if we can win the game and. Uh, before the bell rings at lunch, dude, in high school. Cameron White, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right. So those are bold him. predictions for the 2022 NFL season. And real quick, I just wanted to cover our friends of the show league season two. This year, um, champion will get a custom championship ring that I will have ordered for. The, I hope I win because it's going to be expensive. But uh, <laughs> you selfish bastard. Well, I mean, if you guys win it, that's fine. I don't mind buying it for you guys. Yeah, anyways, they're all good guys. Anybody who wins, it's going to be fun. Yeah, a bunch of cool people. So, like, who's in the league is we got Ryan Kennedy and Chris Beck. Uh, they're they're not really contributors in terms of – but they're just ma- huge fantasy advocates. And Massive players. fans, yeah. Yeah, great friendly guys. Love them. We got um, Tony from the Just for Fantasy Football. They're another podcast out there. We got Wavy from Moon Vibes. They're an up-and-coming fantasy football show. We got uh, Lobo's Fantasy Football Den on the on it this year. We got oh, we got uh, Martin from Dynasty Pylon. They're they're another up-and-coming podcast. Uh, they're going to be pretty cool. Then of course it has your beautiful four gentlemen from this show in it as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's also uh, you know just some personal friends of ours, but they don't. They're not, they don't need to be mentioned because fuck them. But anyways, we're already at an hour, so we're going to call it a show, but we're going to update you guys throughout the season, how that show's going. Yeah. It's a lot of fun and football's fucking back, baby. Fuck. Yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. We're here, man. Hell yeah. Welcome to the holidays. Actually, uh, director Ross does have a good point. Let me, let me bring up these people's Twitters. So you can find uh, Chris Beck at CG Beck five. You can find Ryan Kennedy at Ryan Kennedy 22. Tony at it's just fantasy underscore wavy at FF underscore moon vibes. We got Lobos at Lobos FF den. And oh, actually, Martin doesn't have a Twitter yet. So and then, you know what? Fuck it. I always promote the show's podcast, but find Big Rome at Big Rome FFF. Yeah. Right? That's it. Yeah. And then fish is F football fish. Yeah. F football fish. Yeah. So get their personals. I have a personal, but I run the show's Twitter because, you know, I'm lazy and don't want to run two Twitters. So fair. Yeah. So with that being said, thank you for joining us. We love you. Good luck this year. Uh, next episode, we're going to break down your Thursday night matchup and your NFC breakdown. Then we're going to break down your AFC matchups for week one we're finally back it's christmas season for us in the fantasy football world get us on twitter filthy f-ball show filthy fantasy football show on instagram filthy fantasy football show at gmail.com king josh josh the king love you big roll fantasy fish have a good one y'all